It is Monday, June 12th, 2023, and welcome to episode 231 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. I'm Lester Munson, NSI Senior Fellow, and I'm joined by Jamil Jaffer, NSI's founder and executive director, and also uh, Jessica Jones, NSI's major domo and also super strong private eye, and Morgan Vigna, another NSI Senior Fellow, whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Morgan. All right. Uh, to celebrate Morgan, uh, we are going to talk about the uh, we're having a what is we're having a four person is, podcast first of all to celebrate first of all we're a four, four there's four of us for the first time in quite some time this is a Ever. relatively new format so bear with us folks uh, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna talk about the Chinese base in Cuba that evidently has been there for quite some time, trying to monitor U.S. communications and other nefarious things, doing other nefarious things. Uh, the interesting part of the story is the Wall Street Journal broke the story about China and Cuba talking about this base several days ago. The White House immediately said the story was wrong. Then a day or two later said, actually, there is a Chinese base in Cuba, and there are Chinese facilities also around the world that are spying on us. Uh, and also, this is all the Trump administration's fault. So, Morgan, it's your birthday. You get to go first. What do you think of this story? Um, so, look, these reports are highly concerning. Um, we know that Russia has had an intelligence presence in Cuba for decades, and China's clearly now expanding their presence, um, not only in Cuba, but, as we know, among other Caribbean nations. So it really should be no surprise that the CCP um, is making moves to, to expand its intelligence presence. Clearly, the White House messaging on this has been bungled. Um, they called the Wall Street Journal report inaccurate. Um, saying that the IC and specifically throwing blame on the Trump administration that, you know, we've known about this base since 2019. Um, and so while I, I do think that, you know, two things can be true here, it's not exactly clear what, what the administration is, is trying to communicate here. Um, so regardless of the fact, we, we, we clearly have an intelligence set on our hands and it remains to be seen what the Biden administration is doing about it. Jones, so, you know, the competition with China is the biggest national security threat the United States faces. The White House seems unable to articulate a message and provide context and, and articulate a way forward here that makes some sense. What, uh, that's, that's my take. What's, what's your take on the administration kind of fumbling of this, uh, this communications issue? I mean, I totally agree with with you and Morgan. It's you know not the first time you see the waffling by the administration. You have the American public not sure. Even I'm reading all the stories, trying to piece together the narrative and what's going on and when did we find out at the base and and what's occurring there. And it's the same thing that happened with the balloon earlier this year. And like poor Anthony Blinken just wants to get to Beijing, and every time he's about to get on that plane, it's like it's getting taken back from him, right? With the balloon, and it, we talked about the same thing with the balloon. What's going on? The administration isn't really, you know, I'm sure. Maybe for real reasons, maybe not. They don't know. Giving the American public messaging they can understand and take up. Um, and so it seems as if they're potentially downplaying the story here so that Blinken can actually get to Beijing and have and, and you know, talk to his counterparts. And, and to be clear, it's called the it's the silly balloon. Yes. Is that the from Biden? Yeah. President's labeling. Jamil, do you think this this uh, brilliant strategy from the White House is going to work? I mean, it's it's just crazy, Les. I mean, look, first of all, um, you know, they canceled the Blinken trip, which is the right thing to do in, in the aftermath of the spy balloon. But they blame the spy balloon on the Trump administration. Oh, we've known about they've known about it. There have been multiple spy balloons long before. Then they blame the spy base. Well, first, it's inaccurate that it's a new spy base. Um, it's actually been around since 2019. Right. Um, and then they're all the while President Biden is saying, well, you know, we want to thaw on relations, we want things to get better. 
He sends Bill Burns uh, secretly to China. He sends Jake Sullivan uh, to Vienna to meet with uh, the Chinese uh, foreign minister or whatever, whatever the sort of appropriate title is in China. And then on top of all this, as all this is happening, while well, he's talking about a thaw, the Chinese are chasing down an American plane over international waters with a, with a fighter jet. They're cutting uh, within 150 yards of an American uh, American warship uh, in international waters, transiting the Taiwan Strait. I mean, they're provoking us, and we just want to get anti Blinken to the, you know, to, to to Beijing, and we want to have a, a summit with President Xi. I mean, they need to stop acting so weak and get in the game for real. It's pathetic. What about this part of the statement where, first of all, first they they lie and say the Wall Street Journal story is false. Well, then they correct. Well, can be read. Okay, it, but it was can be very read. misleading. That was an it was extraordinarily misleading, yeah. misleading right. statement misleading. from the White House. Let's call it. Uh, shorthand, a lie. Uh, and then a day or two later, they correct it and stop lying. And then they add in the statement, oh, by the way, China's not where it wants to be on the base in Cuba, implying that the U.S. has taken some sort of steps to make this uh, this program from the Chinese not very successful. Is that a good idea? I read that more generally as, you know, China's trying to make is, is has efforts on the island it's not it's not where they want it to be, not that because the U.S. has done anything to to, to deter, stop or or change action. I, I don't read it the way you do. I don't know. Well, that's I, what, here's here's how I read it. We go from denying it's actually happening to saying, actually, it is happening, but we're taking steps to make sure it doesn't work very well. That's it's like the exact opposite. How do how can we flip back and forth so quickly in just 36 hours? Yeah, but Morgan, I mean, you've seen this. You've seen the story before, right? They do the same thing every time. They're like, well, it's not actually a thing. Oh, it is a thing, but it's actually somebody else's fault. And by the way, we're actually solving the whole problem, right? I mean, you've seen this show a million times. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we, we saw it with the balloon. I mean, this is... This is par for the course, I think, with the administration. I think what we're missing here is is the larger point, that there is very little deterrence from the administration to get China to stop messing with us, right? I mean, Jamil, you rightfully pointed out the, you know, the, the, the Chinese warship issue, and then we had this, um, this, this flight issue coming very, very close to, 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 to U.S. servicemen and women. And I think we really need to take a step back and look here overall at the Biden administration's approach to China and its overall, uh, lack of pushback here when China tries to mess with us. And I think, you know, sending, you know, our assistant secretary for EAP over to Beijing to, on the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square um, massacre is, is completely tone deaf. Sending Blinken now after, you know, he's tried to go again after this whole, you know, after the balloon and then after this Cuba incident. So I just think the, the administration really needs to take a step back and take a, a stronger approach when it comes to, to China and how they're how they're approaching um, U.S. interests. What I thought was an interesting comment, and I, I don't remember if it was the Wall Street Journal in particular, but in its description of the story, it was, you know, China looking to countries that are in dire economic straits here, Cuba. And you can see that opportunity. There's a lot of countries that are feeling economic pressure right now, right, who might not not might be might not have a historic relationship the way we do with Cuba, an antagonistic one, but if given, you know, Chinese support, economic support, might be more willing to partner with them to help them out. So I think that was underlying part of the story that I thought very interesting. All right, let's do let's do a quick lightning round, and everyone give a letter grade A through <laughs> F for the administration's uh, handling of uh, this this headline uh, grabbing issue. Morgan, happy birthday! You get to go first. <laughs> I'd say D. A D, because I want to give them a little bit of ability to come back from failure, from the brink of failure. 
Jamil. It's, 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 she, it's so public school of Morgan, you know? Now we, we have to give everyone better grades than she deserve. D minus. Oh my god. D minus. So that's not very different than D. Good grief. Yeah. Jones. It's definitely I'm going to do this, if, if we're doing this just kind of in a vacuum, maybe a C? I'll, I'll, I'll give them a little bit more. Wow. I give it an F. Wow. I'm, I give it an F. Oh god. I give it an F. And I'd even, uh, you know, they didn't use Chet GPT for their answers, I don't think. So I guess it could have been worse. But this was horrendous. This is the most important national security in- issue our country is facing. And the White House can't figure out how to talk about it in public. It's really embarrassing. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks to uh, Gabriel Otis from NSI and Claude Jennings for their help producing today's episode. Please join us again on Wednesday for another episode of Fault Lines, the podcast that gets you smart fast on the national security debates shaking up America. Fault Lines is also now up on YouTube, so check out our podcast video there. And if you like what you heard and saw, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Morgan, this is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey! (laughs) 